Hi, John here. Welcome to Planet Mainstage. I'm very excited today to say I finally got it together to do an interview with one of my favorite folk singers, Eliza Gilkison. Read her new album, 2020. And before we get to it, here from the album is her beautiful interpretation of Bob Dylan's classic, A Hard Rain's a Gonna Fall. Thanks for tuning in. been my blue-eyed son Where have you been my darling young one I've stumbled on the side of twelve misty mountains I've walked and I've crawled on six crooked highways I've stepped in the middle of seven sad forests I've been out in front of a dozen dead oceans I've been ten thousand miles in the mouth of a graveyard And it's hard, it's hard, it's hard It's a hard, it's a hard
That was A Hard Rain's A Gonna Fall by Bob Dylan from Eliza Gilkison's new album, 2020. Well, there's no doubt that Eliza Gilkison is revered as one of the leading voices in songwriting today. Why? Because she uses her musical gift to be a continuous beacon towards positive change in a world that seems full of despair and desperate need of change. So whenever a new album of hers comes out, it's a good thing. And last fall, when she opened in Winnipeg for Richard Thompson, and I asked her, when can we talk again? She said, talk to me early next year. The album will be called 2020. And so, here we are, singing its praises. I'm very happy to present this Zoom-enabled interview that Eliza and I did last Tuesday, August the 18th. She talked to me from her home in Taos, New Mexico, and I started off by asking her about her recent move there. Yes, I have moved to Taos, New Mexico, where we I've had had this house for um, six or seven years, and I was doing my songwriter workshops here, and just coming up for a few months in the summer, and just keeping it on Airbnb for the rest of the year. But um, when COVID hit, my husband said, "Why are we not? Because <laughs> we live in Texas, and it's just awful down there. We have a we have a, a really." idiot governor and they have no uh, COVID policy at all and um, they're learning the hard way so we did my husband said why are we moving to Taos so we we just got the dog and a bunch of st- our, our stuff and we moved into our Taos house and and now we're just going this is incredible <laughs> because New Mexico has a terrific governor who's really got good uh, COVID protocols in place and a really low rate of, of virus and, and also just a very benign environment in the mountains here. So well, we're kind of sold on it. Okay. It's not a red state, is it? Or is it? It's not a red state. New Mexico is a blue state. It has been for a number of years now. And of course, Texas is a very, very red state. So uh, last time I interviewed you uh, for the show is the second last time you came to Canmore Folk Festival around 2008. So... Uh, do you want to do a little shout out to your favorite stops in Canada? I suppose Canmore is certainly one of them, eh? When I was out with Richard Thompson, I got to just go back to all these places I hadn't been in a few years. And uh, we went straight up to Winnipeg from the Midwest. And then we did play Montreal, which I hadn't done in years. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I am such a huge Canadian fan because of the, because of the Canadians themselves have been so open to my politics, especially early on when it wasn't cool, sort of pre-Dixie Chicks, U.S. was going to war with Iraq, and I came up and did shows in Canada, and was playing political stuff, and I was really nervous about playing political stuff, and I'll never forget the first time I played at a Canadian festival, and I started throwing out this political stuff, and people were just freaking out, and they were giving me so much juice about it that I just... It gave me the courage to go back to the States. Like, you're not alone. And it was really, really heartening. I will always be grateful to the Canadian citizens for uh, getting behind my, my U.S. politics. So I, I, uh, I greatly appreciate your posts and your solo concerts, of course, on Facebook lately. And one of your posts is a treatise on the importance of uh, folk music. And it starts off, uh, folk music 
has a venerable history of being a cultural medium for protest music and ends up with, you're a folk singer, damn it. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. I Because, you know, f down here in the States, there was a whole period of time when it just wasn't cool to be a folk singer. It was like, it was like you know, a scene, uh, the, the scene from Animal House where the, you know, John Belushi hits the folk singer over the head with his guitar, I think, or something. It, it's just, you know, it wasn't cool. And, and uh, so it has been really a, an interesting thing, uh, claiming my roots in folk music after trying on all these different genres, trying to be something other than, than what I am. But folk music is a wonderful medium for um, socio-political commentary. It's traditional to, to go that direction, and uh, it, it really suits my style. And uh, you said in that piece, too, that, you know, if you, you could be put a closest, the next genre would be Americana. Are you comfortable with people still calling you Americana or you should reject that strongly too? Or? Um, I, I mean, people like to label things, but I've never really wanted to be in the Americana category. If I had to choose between that and, and folk, I'd like to keep them separate because Americana is really a very broad um, basket that, that is, is really much more about very uh, um, rural, um, backwoods, you know, um, and a lot of the great, great Americana artists uh, from my generation too, they really come from Southern roots or um, uh, certainly hill country kind of roots. And I, I'm very urban. So I don't, um, Americana has is now becoming sort of the catch-all for something, whatever it is that they can't categorize. So I love being a folk singer. It's not as cool. It's not as hip. It's not as broad as Americana, but it really does work when you when you write sociopolitical music. Well, um, you have the gift of the power of words in songs, like a Pete Seeger or a Joan Baez. If you don't get overwhelmed by me putting you in those cate that category, but I'm, I'm flattered. Thank you. And that's why you're great in my eyes. And, you know, examples, just a couple would be like in the great correction, you know, something that just stops you in the song. It's like, it's the bitter end. We've come down to the eye of the needle that we've got to get through, you know, that, that this, I really listened to that again today. So uh, poignant and uh, man of God, you know, bowing to the image of the golden calf, starting up wars in the name of God's son, going to blow us all away to kingdom come. You know, like these 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 these, these uh, lyrics are 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 hallmarks or benchmarks in our time. So, thank you so much. Well, you know what's interesting is I wrote them. I, I think Great Correction is almost ten years old now, and it seems more appropriate now than ever. Um, I think I've always seen what's happened now. I've seen it coming, and I've been writing about it for a long time. I'm very apocalyptic in that sense because. I've always felt that these systems were unsustainable and that we were going to have to pay the price at some point. And now it's, it's coming down to that. So um, yeah, these songs are kind of coming true and, and I almost wish that I had been wrong. <laughs> well, uh, is it okay if we just go select a few songs here and help uh, bring the album to life? No, oh, I'd love to. Okay. So uh, promises to keep, um, is this possibly a realization that what we have to do is put love into everything? Um, I, I certainly, that message does come throughout through the record because I really honestly think that peaceful uh, resistance is the most powerful form of resistance. And 
So you have to come from a place of uh, a loving strength. And that doesn't mean that you're going to roll over because we can't afford to roll over. But we have to, I think we, we have to see the, the peace movement as being our best tactic, our best strategy. And to resist um, really what I at this point would call evil. <laughs> Certainly uh, hierarchical systems of power that are entrenched. So um, I, I guess I, there's, you know, love is, a, it's, it's a, it's, it's confusing because we think, oh, that just means that we're going to be all accepting and all forgiving. And, and, but I think it's more about, about coming from a place inside of ourselves that is so sure and confident and know, and knowing that this is the best route that uh, loving has to do with the golden rule of caring and, and being empathetic towards all uh, suffering human beings and creatures and all of, uh, of the natural world.
there's no road map gonna tell us where we are but the fire of love burns deep inside and i've been crying in the dark of night with miles to go before i sleep thoughts and prayers will never make things right and i have promises to keep i have promises to keep sooner or later yeah sooner or later uh it's very strong it's getting getting the most airplay and uh you know taking children from their mothers we we can't take it anymore you want to talk about that song yeah because on the record really i think i wanted to run the the kind of gamut of emotions that that we're going through right now because it's a real roller coaster ride at one one day you're you're grieving as, as, which is really in uh, the promises to keep the song you just played that that really was a, a vehicle for grieving i've been crying in the dark of night i i can't sleep i'm nothing is working I, i'm uh, you know this is a, this is a grievous time and but then um but then there's also the anger and the and the the, the call to rise up and that sooner or later was really important to me on the record because i wanted i wanted to convey how angry I am. Gave us a gun looking down from on high. They gave us a story. 
Take the food from the hungry, medication from the poor. Take the children from their mothers, we can't take it anymore. to sooner or later um, makes me think of how strong not just the lyrics are but over the years that you've refined the music part of it together and I'm sure you're very happy to have the same players like Mike Hardwick and your son and singers um, so you want to comment on the music as uh, as part of your as part of your art Absolutely, and thanks for mentioning that. Um, I, I really don't think that, especially when you're writing political music, you can't just spout out a message. There has to be a real sense of feeling and a real uh, you know, connection to, to the, the feeling than just beyond the words. And, and these musicians, I mean, when you listen to Sooner or Later like that, I mean, that was a live cut, and that guitar is... Yeah. Like, I, it's so badass. It's so abstract and and demented. And I I just it was it blew my mind. I remember when we recorded in the studio. It's like my God, Mike just turned left and kept on going, you know. And and uh, I I just that's just one of the things I love about it. And and uh, and the same with my uh, Worlister player, who's actually a new player, uh, Bucka Allen. Uh, he's the first this is the first time i've I've worked with Bucca, but he was right on board and cutting it live, you really get the sense of the passion of the players the, uh, so Mike's being supportive for you getting right up there in the in the in the in the vocal range too there where you just wail out that last note before the before the yeah. end of the chorus and uh, you don't know if you you're gonna make it or not, but you gotta uh, leave. <laughs> okay that reminds me of what something we talked about may or may not remember this but I talked about uh, voice as instrument, basically, and your awareness of that. And mm -hmm. how, you know, um, to me, what I said to you was that I appreciate uh, as artists uh, get, you know, uh, years behind them that they have, that you see more subtlety and, and, uh, and, and uh, things in the voice that, mm -hmm. uh, that you've learned to do and that you, you know, uh, give us. But as uh, you get older, you also have to be aware of protecting that 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 instrument, basically. So, and there, you, you hit you hit the high note. So you know it's still there. But uh, it is it is ironic that as you get older, you finally figure out how to sing, and then you your voice is like, okay, sorry, can't go there. But I, so I find that it's best to, I, I do a lot of warm ups. I have to really work. I, I do exercises to open up my throat and, and, um, and massage stuff for my vocal cords. And I have to really work on it, but I'm so grateful. I still have a set of pipes. There's a lot of age in there now. I can hear it, but I don't mind that. It's just like, it's just the, the crone in me or something, the wisdom of my years. I'm, 
I'm just glad I can still pretty much do what I want to do. And even in the early years, when I had more of a vocal range and, and more, uh, more of a, more of a, a big, full, uh, sustained voice, I, I remember thinking early on that tone was more important than a million little chops and curly cues and all these things you could do with your voice. That tone was like the connection to, your, to the feeling behind a song. And you don't have to be a fancy singer to find out, you know, to really mine your tone. And that was something I figured out very early on because I didn't have that kind of chops-laden voice that could just do all these things. So I really concentrated on what is what does this feeling sound like in my voice? And so maybe that's something that I've been able to carry with me as I get older. So we'll move on to another song, um, Beach Haven. Um, <laughs> my Enemy is My Landlord, the Woody Guthrie letter. Yes, this was. Um, I, I knew that I was going that I wanted to put a Woody Guthrie uh, song on on my record, and I, since I'm friends with the Guthrie family, I they've given me permission to go into the archives in in Tulsa to to find something that would be special for this record. And uh, fortunately, before I even got to Tulsa, I ran into the director of the archives and when we discussed this, and she said, you know, I just came across this letter from Woody in 1952 that he wrote to Fred Trump, uh, Donald's father, who was a slumlord in, uh, in, in New York and who had a, a policy of no people of color allowed in his apartments. And Woody was in one of his apartment buildings. So Woody wrote this scathing letter that was um, just a stream of consciousness, this, uh, you know, just out there, joyful diatribe about how much more incredible it could be if he would open up his doors. And so my, my a friend, the a director of the Guthrie Archives sent me this letter and it was like, uh, it, it was very abstract and lots of just Woody, a stream of consciousness, off, you know, just off the top of his head. But at the very end was, we could just um, shake hands together and, and dance together and sing together and play together and walk together and talk together. It was, it was just such a, it was like, there's the chorus. Yeah. And once I got that chorus, then I could just kind of pluck all these wonderful one-liners from the rest of the letter. So it's filled with Woody's words, but I was actually able to wrestle it into form, which is a big deal to me as a writer. I, I seem to gravitate towards solid form so I was able to you know was able to wrestle Woody Guthrie's stream of consciousness into a into a very form type vehicle for this for this song Shut 
This is Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. I remind you, I have the great pleasure today to be talking to Eliza Gilkison, singer-songwriter, and we are getting a taste of select songs from her new album, 2020. That was Beach Haven. Back to our Zoom-enabled interview, I asked Eliza to talk about the covers she included. I wanted to have a Woody Guthrie song, as we discussed, a Bob Dylan song and a Pete Seeger song. I felt like that was the sort of triumvirate of my foundation in folk music. So 
um, I, I had to really look and figure it out, but I went with Hard Rain's Gonna Fall for uh, Bob Dylan's because I think it is probably the most eloquent, timeless, apocalyptic song that was ever written. And I, I don't think anybody's ever gonna beat it. There's so many levels to that song, so much imagery. Each line could be a song in itself. And, and, and not only that, it's from the point of view of a mother speaking to her son, which is so adds an element of, of intimacy and tragedy to it that I think is what makes the song so powerful. And of course, to do a Dylan song is always a challenge. But I thought I'm going to throw mine down at the feet of the master and, you know, just, just, just go for it. <laughs> and then the, the Seeker song, I, I went with the old chestnut, Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Because I wanted to show my direct roots to that, that style of folk music, the old anti-war song, uh, timeless melody. And we went with a, my son who produced the record, went with a gorgeous production on it, very, very um, visual, um, just lyrical um, orchestral production, sort of bluegrass orchestra kind of pr production on it. So I was very happy with all, all the covers. My Heart Aches. March 50 years and so many miles, um, do cries of mourning have to be lamenting or can they be calls to action still? Well, that's a great question. And I think both, you know, I mean, we, uh, we have, I think we have to grieve in order to, to be able to rise up. You know, we have to understand why we're so angry. We have to know what it is we're fighting for. We're losing so much. So um, we, we, both things are important. That song is, is amazing, a very timely song. It was, was co-write with one of my songwriter workshop students. And uh, so the whole idea of my heart aches um, and also just recognizing there's a lot of white accountability in that song that I think it is the time is, is right for us to realize as white people, our culpability and our negligence. We made many assumptions that the, the People of color had much more mobility and that their lives were better and that racist issues were done and healing. Well, and we were wrong and it, because we were distracted by our own lives and we weren't paying attention. And that's a lot of what that song is about is just that my heart aches. I'm sorry. And, and I think we white people have a lot to be accountable for, especially in the States. Fifty years and five hundred miles From the Mississippi Bridge to the Ferguson Trial Stepping over bodies of other mothers' sons Singing how someday we shall overcome oh, My heart aches My heart aches Fifty years and so many miles With folded hands and complacent smiles Condemned a generation to circumstance And all we were saying was give peace a chance My heart aches My heart aches Fifty years and countless miles Ignoring the 
waiting for some others to take a sting Hammer out justice all over this land My heart aches My heart aches For the children locked in cages Far away where no one sees For the helpless and the hopeless For the homeless refugees My heart aches My heart aches For the voices who've been silenced At the mercy of our greed For the prisoners of conscience Who speak out for those in need They are lying there on the ground In the churches, in the schoolyards From the shacks that took them down My heart aches My heart aches For the claims made on our bodies Who we can and can't embrace For the children of tomorrow And the world they have to Peace in Our Hearts, when I listened to the album, I imagined uh, some of the songs sung by a choir and living on into the future of school songbooks, for example, One More Day, We Are Not Alone, Peace in Our Hearts, and uh, you actually have a recent group collaboration uh, of Peace in Our Hearts, right? I did a video for it and brought in Sam Butler from the Five Biden Boys of Al Alabama, who worked with them for many years, and and my band, and um, Chris Williamson, the great uh, iconic folk singer. I, we just made a, a group effort on that and, and, and uh, kind of redid the song a little bit, but um, it, the vibe on it is, I think, just killer. It, I just love it, the groove and the, the vibe on it, so it's out there now. That the songs that you mentioned, that was my goal was to write anthems, and I thought, thought that I was going to be touring. I was I had a you know a whole North American tour set up for this entire 2020 year, so that I could we could sing these songs together. And it was very disappointing when everything shut down because suddenly I have this record that's meant to be sung and played in person and march to and all these things and suddenly we can't move and so um it has been frustrating but that's what these songs are anthems that's what they're meant to be
This is Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. I remind you I have the great pleasure today to be talking to Eliza Gilkison, singer-songwriter, and we are getting a taste of select songs from her new album, 2020. That was Peace in Our Hearts. Um, you have um, words of encouragement for musicians that look up to you, uh, you know, during this, this time. Um, it's pretty difficult, uh, not only... <laughs> being what they usually are, but uh, even even surviving, so. Yeah, yeah, I know, it's really hard. I, I mean, I, the only thing I can say is that staying creative is, is also about staying sane. So, you know, um, don't, I think what happens is that every, you just kind of allow the lethargy of being in one place to just pull you into non-action. But I do think that that being creative is probably the best thing you can do to keep yourself 
in your mind intact and focused because being creative in itself is, is just a reward, an instant reward and moves you down the line. So, and, and really um, then you'll have something that you can put out at the end of all this that would be useful. So I think staying productive, uh, uh, using, you know, throw, getting outside, moving your body, all those things. Right now, it's all about staying sane and keeping your heart open. Those are our two big challenges. And of course, uh, keeping the roof over your head. And I'm, I really don't, you know, I, I'm struggling with that myself. So I, I know it's really hard. Fortunately, I have a, a base that I can um, uh, sell to. And um, so I don't know what young people are, are going to do now. I, I mean, I, I really don't have anything to say except don't give up. Mm -hmm. Just like there are some social distance concerts. I think there's such a longing to have the audience like, realization that you know the audience is part of your process you know do, do, you, do you agree with that like I, I do and I've often said um, it's a two-way it's a two-way support system I mean we're, we're sunk without our audience and we know it I I, I, I there are very few musicians unless you're in some rock star world where it's all everything's all about you I think folk singers know damn well how absolutely intertwined we are with our fan base. We need them. We count on them. We, we're grateful. And we realize it's symbiotic. Yeah. There are uh, uh, what they call curbside concerts here in Winnipeg. I, I know you know. I know, yeah. 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 And, those, uh, and, and anything that says hopefully, you know, carefully stays safe and as socially distanced has the audience out there in the field and you're at the other end of the field, but at least it's that happening. Yes, I'm gonna, actually, I'm doing a drive-in concert uh, uh -huh. with Rick Riley Hubbard in Santa Fe uh, next month. Uh, and they literally go to the drive-in in their cars. Mm -hmm. And we socially distance on the stage. Yeah, I mean, it's very creative. Um, what I've been doing, too, is uh, the work uh, songwriter workshops on Zoom. And they are incredibly fun. We found it was more fun than we thought it was going to be because people got past all the technological stuff. And then it was just a community of 24 people just laughing and writing and we, you know, show up, everybody shows up and we have writing assignments and then we play our stuff. Everybody plays their stuff. It's, it really works. So we're going to do a lot more of those. And you, you can find those. That's called the Casa de Musica Songwriter Workshops. That's me and John Gorka for the most part. So besides music, uh, you want to just sort of say what social activism, like right on the, on the ground level, you're involved with? Um, yeah, various things, but it's, you know, it's pretty hard. I mean, people just ask me to send in a, a live song, and I do. Or I sing somebody's project, uh, the Other Ones Foundation and the Foundation Communities in Austin. I just did a, a song for them. That That's actually a, a great organization that is putting homeless people into little tiny houses in a community. Everybody works. There's common food places, common bathrooms in these wonderful, like 60 little tiny houses, and they're incredibly successful. So that that's a, a really great model for, for the homeless right now. But um, yes, I've, I belong to various environmental organizations. If they call me, I submit something and um, I'll be doing some stuff with kids in the next week or two as well. But, you know, I just do what I can. It's not the same. Now I'm in New Mexico. There is no action. <laughs> so it's all online. Thank God we have that. So we'll, listen, we'll uh, come to an end by saying, uh, you know, make sure people know that 
probably the best way to see all this that you're involved with and get your music is to to uh, well to follow you on Facebook, I guess, and go to your website, elizagilkison.com, right? Yes, and then I have a link to my Shopify store, which I ha actually has signed CDs, and my songbook is there. That's the only place you can get my songbook, which has like almost 70 songs in it and all the chords for guitar. So that's at the Shopify, Eliza Gilkison. Um, but uh, if you go to the website, elizagilkison.com, that can link you to my Shopify store and also the videos and everything. So, yeah, it's a good, that's a good place to start. YouTube is great for um, for finding the, all the videos that we've done, and and then Facebook. Um, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter, etc. Like everybody. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to end with "Beautiful World of Mine," mm -hmm. and uh, thank you for your beautiful music. Uh, I think um, in Canmore, I asked you to end with a line from Emerald Street, and you picked up on it right away. It was. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know if you could give us that again. Hard, hard, hard times. Hard times are coming. You remember the Oh, one? right. Okay. The whole yeah. world's going up and smoking. Hard times coming. I ain't joking. Just trying to keep my heart wide open. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a, a good, a good um, moniker for you, that one anyway. So. Yeah, yeah that is, that's pretty much my philosophy. <laughs> But it's got the apocalyptic thing and the solution. <laughs> yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. I'm glad right. this worked. Thanks, Thank John. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. As I journey through my life in wonder I'm struck by your beauty divine With your blue seas and skies A feast for my eyes And your fragrance of sagebrush and pine I have loved you since I can remember Your water Faithful and true, for I pledge my life to this beautiful world of mine. Oh, beautiful world, beautiful world, dressed up in your colors so fine. I promise to share and handle.
I'd like to invite you to keep on rambling on Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. Hello, Winnipeg. This is Harry Manx. Hope you're enjoying the musical diversity of 101.5 UMFM. You give me love, 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 will, will, now. Crazy love. Give me love, 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 will, will now Crazy love I loved a Mennonite girl And for a while she was my whole world I think of her when the swallows fly As I make my way to the by and by I did right and I did wrong I met her far Far from my home When the northern lights I first kissed her hair She stole my heart And she kept it there I roamed again I did ride A hollow man Who waked inside Love seems to come From outside time 
Well, I knew love when she was mine I lost her to another place Another's arms, another's face I made a vow right there and then To never let love go Chasing dreams, seeking gold I was a young man, now I'm old I learned one thing, to be sure You can't find gold and lose something more I never learned the Mennonite ways She's in my heart all my days I wish her peace I wish her love I wish her easy with the run I loved a Mennonite girl And for a while she was my whole world I think of her when the swallows fly As I make my way to the by and by I think of her when the swallows fly There was 
John here. Welcome to the second hour of the show. You're listening to Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. Hope you enjoyed our romp through 2020, Eliza Gilkinson's great new album, ElizaGilkinson.com and Shopify Eliza Gilkinson for more. She was so forthcoming and gracious to do the interview. You can catch it again on our podcast after the show at Planet Mainstage. UMFM. I will play two more from the album at the end of this hour. We started the second hour with Eliza's friend and sometimes musical partner John Gorka, a song he explained was inspired by a trip to Manitoba, Mennonite Girl from True in Time, and the beautiful voice of Anna Eggie with Rock Me, Divine Mother, about her mother. Well, it's time for our contest again, Name That Riff. Congratulations to former station manager and dear old friend Liz Clayton, who won for guessing our Snap Back to Summer Camp, Alan Sherman's Hello Mudda, Hello Fada. Got quite a laugh from Silas, my nine-year-old grandson, when he heard the gamut of misfortune surrounding summer camping experience. Here we go for this week. Email me throughout the weekend, whenever you hear this podcast or live, i.e. now, and guess the artists and song. Email planetm at umfm.com. Here it is. Helping each other to make it through. Got it? Here it is again. Aha, yes, you know. Email me, planetm at umfm.com. We will make a draw from the correct answers. Planetm at umfm.com. Okay, two concerts we want to promote this week. One is going to be fantastic 
If it's anything like the last one with these two, Scott Nolan and Glenn Buer, this will be the last Bring Your Own Mic socially distanced show at the West End tonight, August the 22nd. Check it out at WECC.ca. A limited number, 50, I believe, of venue tickets to be sold and an unlimited online. They'll be joined by Gilles Fournier, Paul Balkane, and Joanna Miller. And have you heard of the Red Haus? H-A-U-S? Next Wednesday, August 26th, the Rain Hamilton Trio playing from the Red House front porch. Check it out online at Red House Live Facebook. Scott Nolan has made these amazing videos of Winnipeg's neighborhoods We'll play you the music from one called Arlington Street Bridge that he made with Sky Onison and growl cameos from his dog. But we will start from Rain Hamilton's Night Sky. This is Starlight.
Somebody cry, why, why, why? Somebody sing. Somebody sing, hello, hello, hello. Somebody sing. Somebody cry, why, why, why? Somebody sing. Hit your mama, hit your mama, the sun over Hit your Somebody say, somebody say, hello, 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 somebody say, somebody cry, why, 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 somebody say. Somebody sing, hello, 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 somebody sing. Somebody cry, why, why, why? Kulumani, Kuluman, Kulumani says, Sing and jump. Baya Chapulava Sitanda, you.
John again. Hope you are enjoying Planet Mainstage, Music Without Borders, the best in world and folk each week for you, the listeners out there in vacuum land. Check out our playlist at umfm.com and reach me at planetm at umfm.com. Planetm at umfm.com. That was Elika Frizzell 
on fiddle and Solo Sissoko on Cora. Two summers ago, I had the pleasure of meeting them in BC at the Star Belly Jam. They're part of the trio, Elika Solo Raphael, a beautiful musical blend of three cultures, Swedish, Senegalese, and Mexican. This song was Brodkakan Kadin Adialu. Before that, Paul Simon and Ladysmith Black Bombazo, Homeless. And started with two songs from artists playing live social distance concerts in Winnipeg. We heard from Scott Nolan, Arlington Street Bridge, and you can see him with Glenn Buer, Gilles Fournier, Joanna Miller, and Paul Balking tonight at the West End Cultural Center. Go to WECC.ca to see how you can participate in person if tickets are left or online, WECC.ca. And we started with Rain Hamilton and her musical compatriots, Quinton Bart on string stand-up bass, and Nathaniel Felicitas on cello with Starlight from Night Sky. And you can see them too next Wednesday, August the 26th at the Red House. Check it out at Red House Live, H-A-U-S, Facebook. Next, we are going to stick with a nighttime theme with two wonderful Canadian voices, Lynn Miles and Amelia Curran, and finish with Eliza's choral version of Peace in Our Hearts. But first, a trip to Ireland for a group that was going to come to the Winnipeg Folk Festival this year. Oh, well, for sure, next year. This is Kathy Jordan of Dervish with You and I in the One Bed Lie. Walking down yon lane When up comes Captain Dixon The keeper of the game Says he unto his serving man If it was not for the law I'd have that maid within my bed And she'd lie next to the wall Go away, young man, says she Do not be perplexed Before I lie one night with you You'll answer question six Six questions you will Then it's you and I in the one that lies. 
Hello, Manitoba. This is Amelia Curran saying glad you dropped by to listen to Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. I gave away my heart. I'm gonna keep my soul and you won't find me. No, you won't find me. Oh, you won't find me. Storm and I'll show you the sun. 
a battle scar I am the lover of the way you are I am the lover of the way you are I am the gravity that holds you down I am the jewel in the thorny crown I am the furthest from the madding crowd I am the seventh of the seven pounds I am the tremor in the nightmare deep I am the ceiling on your lifelong dream I am the medicine that keeps you clean I am the fortune in the telling scheme I am the night, I am the night 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 And I'm the one who's gonna fall apart When everybody else breaks your heart I am the song, I am the hymn of sin I'm the addiction and I'm giving in I am the queen of the closing bar I am the scene of the battle scar
You may remember in our interview, Eliza said she meant her songs on 2020 to be anthemesque and sing-alongs, and the times have curtailed that happening for now. But she got friends together to create a Zoom version, which works just fine. That was Peace in Our Hearts. Also in that set, we heard You and I in the One Bed Lie, Kathy Jordan, Lynn Miles, This Is the Night from Love, Sweet Love, and Amelia Kern with I Am the Night from her They Promised You Mercy. As we come to the end of the show, thanks again to Eliza Gilkison for the interview in the first hour, exploring her new album, 2020. Check it out at elizagilkison.com. You can hear it again on the podcast after the show. Just go to Planet Mainstage UMFM to download. We're going to have one more song from the album and finish with another couple of songs about singing and dancing, which I hope, for the good of your spirit, you can still safely indulge in. Wood Brothers Sing About It and more from Anna Eggy, Dance Around the Room With Me. Remember, as my dear friend Richard says, still stay safely at six and take care of each other. Bye for now.
If you get to worry, what y'all ought to do is sing. If you get worried, what y'all ought to do is sing. If you get worried, what y'all ought to do is sing. Sing about your trouble, it just might pass. And if you get lost, what y'all ought to do is sing. If you get lost, what y'all ought to do is sing. If you get lost, what y'all ought to do is sing. Sing about your trouble, and it just might pass. Sing about your trouble, and it just might pass. Sing about your trouble. Sing about love and hope in it last. Sing about your trouble, and it just might pass. It just might pass. And if you get broken. What y'all ought to do is sing. If you get broken, what y'all ought to do is sing. If you get broken, what y'all ought to do is sing. Sing about your trouble, it just might pass. Sing about your trouble, it just might pass.
okay.